0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lynn S., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Today is Thursday, November the 28th, 2019. We are reading from the big book, chapter How It Works, page 70, the last paragraph in this book you read again and again. Today's readers are the 12 sets, Naomi B., 12 Traditions, Nancy T., and readers of the text, Pete B., and Leon B. The reference numbers for Wednesday, November the 27th, the 7 a.m. meeting, 13720, and the 10 a.m. meeting, 13722. OA 2. Preamble. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Old Readers Anonymous. I will now ask Naomi B. to read the 12 Steps.
1: Good morning, Lynn. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yes, thank you. Okay,
1: thank you. Thank you for your service. Good morning, family, and happy Thanksgiving. This is Naomi B., a grateful, recovered, <clears throat> compulsive overeater outside Philadelphia. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight. Made a list of all persons we have harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admit it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his, his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to serve this month. And I
2: pass.
0: Thank you, Naomi B. And Nancy T. will read the 12 traditions.
2: Thank you, Lynn. Good morning, everybody. Nancy T. gratefully recovered compulsive overeater. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for allowing me to be of service.
0: Thank you, Nancy T. How our meeting works. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. We're finishing up the chapter, How It Works. We're on page 70, and the last paragraph in this book you read again and again. And Pete B., would you read for us, please?
3: Yes, I will. Thanks, Len. P.P. Compulsive Overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy from Pennsylvania, presently in lovely Elkhart, Indiana. In this book, you read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. If you have already made a decision and an inventory of your grosser handicaps, you have made a good beginning. That being so, you have swallowed and has digested some big chunks of truth about yourself. You know, as I reflect on this process going through it myself and uh how intimidating it was prior to actually doing it, you know, it it, it you know, it, it it's safe to say that, you know, the it was way in my mind it was way bigger and way worse than it actually was in doing it but, but but in doing it in the process it definitely made me uncomfortable it definitely made me uh think i was hungry um it definitely it definitely it definitely was was something that you know was 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 was, was challenging and uncomfortable but necessary and you know it's so it, it it's it's funny we I think, as an organization, and particularly you know this group, you know we focus so hard on the process, right? Like we get into the we get into the into the weeds with the you know how fast you do it, how efficient you do it, how hard you do it, right? And I know as to remember, like the, you know this is a fail safe twelve step recovery program. Even if you start and make a mistake, if you if your heart and mind are in the right place you will recover because the rest of the steps will enable us to go back and uncover what we didn't uncover in the beginning. You know, I've heard it said before, well, I did a fourth step and obviously I missed something big. Well, you know, that, that might be the case, but the rest of the steps are in place to allow us to address those things. Right. They, you know, they, they, they are, you know, because we focus so, so, so strongly on the process sometimes we lose sight of the, of, of the results, right? And we have to remember, like, this is not a process of acquiring the knowledge to keep me recovered. It's not a process of acquiring the, the, the mental defense or the human aid that will get me recovered. It's a process of acquiring the faith that is necessary to become reco- Recovered. Right? And we can praise the book, we can praise the literature, we can praise the information. That's almost like being on a vacation in a beautiful destination and looking back and talking about how great the plane ride was to get there, right? All necessary, all needed, but the vacation, right, the, the being in the sunlight of the spirit, that's the payoff, right? That's, that's, that's the, the, the benefit in living this life of freedom, of victory, Victory, maybe not, but in, in any case, that's the payoff, right? We're not, we're not, uh, you know, we're, we're not assembling a mental defense by studying this information. We have to remember that. I I, I, I I, think to myself sometimes, you know what, I wish they added one more chapter in the big book. And that chapter is why it works. And why it works is because we have been completely and utterly defeated We have turned our life and will over the care of a God of our understanding, surrendered, cleared away the wreckage of our past, addressed and and taken care of all of the outstanding things that block us, and we walk free and and independent but totally dependent on a God of our understanding. And with that, I'm so truly grateful and thankful and grateful to all of you visionaries and all of the... uh, the fellowships of the groups that I attend, and with that, I'll pass.
4: Thank you,
0: Pete E. The line is now open for sharing on what we just read. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last two days to take this opportunity. Please say your name just once as it helps me hear everybody. Who would like to share?
1: Naomi B. Laura M. Reva P.
0: Jen
5: A. Irene B.
0: Okay, let me tell you who I heard and we'll see if I missed anybody. Naomi B. Laura M. Reva P. Jen A. Irene B. Did I miss anyone? Ginger
6: Ginger C. Okay,
0: great, thank you. We've got our lineup now. Um, I'm hearing some feedback, it may be just on my line, but if everybody could check their phones, please, and make sure we're not on speaker. And Naomi B., could you start us off? Followed by Laura M., please go ahead, Naomi.
1: All right, Let me try that again, uh, can you hear me now?
0: I can now, thank okay. you.
1: Thank you, man. thank you for your service. Oh, good morning, family. Wow, this is uh, this is amazing—just absolutely amazing. What jumped out at me this morning? That being so, you have swallowed and digested some big chunks of truth about yourself. See, my journey in in life has been, well, look what you did to me. Always the other person, and with working this wonderful chapter, I found that it was like no it wasn't them it was me i was i was the factor in this that caused all the destruction like the like the tornado rolling through the the town and um it's been such a, an amazing humbling experience and i am learning to pause when agitated i'm learning to keep my mouth shut which has always been very difficult for me, food-wise and, and word-wise and everything. And it's just, I stop and think of the, of the difference it is with my um, with my family. I mean, of course, I'm going to be nice to people outside. I'm not going to, you know, go off on them like some kind of banshee. But I wasn't that way with my husband because he was here and he was like a sitting target. It's not that way anymore. He hasn't changed, but I've changed towards him. The same thing with my daughters. I mean, I, I had the, the blessing of having my grandchildren yesterday, and it was like, well, they're going to be raised as long as God will have me on this earth. To ha- to have a Bubby that's um, sane instead of what my daughters have. I can't, turn, I can't turn the clock back. I'm a new person moving forward for my daughters today. And... um I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful and so grateful. And today is a thankful day, but it's just another Thursday as far as food wise, because it's just another Thursday. I love you all. God richly bless you and happy Thanksgiving. And I pass.
0: Thank you, Naomi B. Laura M, it's your turn, followed by Reva P. Please go ahead, Laura.
7: Good morning. This is Laura M in Missouri. Happy to be Walking day by day along this path with all of you. So there was a lot in this paragraph that uh, captured me. In this book, you read again and again. And right off the bat, I thought about the themes. Um, I'm reading different parts of this book with different people right now. And, I, you know, there's certain themes that come up over and over. And, and uh, the first one is that, you know, that this disease centers primarily in my mind and it requires primarily a a spiritual response. And then the next we hear is I'm convinced that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked me off. And um, and I know that that is true, That and that takes me to the step seven prayer and my willingness to surrender uh, myself and get out of my own way so that I can accept whatever that uh, spirit has to offer me. And then, yes, of course, that uh, the part at the end about swallowing and digesting some big truths about myself, holy moly, some of those truths were very hard to swallow and sometimes still are. Uh, truths like, I have been my own worst enemy, and I often don't know the truth from the fall. And a big one was coming face-to-face with, my core character defect being fear and fear drives me into selfish self-centered and dishonest behavior. But I also got to learn some beautiful truths about myself that, you know, when I have the courage to walk this path and find that I have a higher power that loves and guides me that I can trust. And I find that I'm capable of better. And I was made for better. And I was made for this path of recovery and service in love and, um, This program has brought me a lot of wonderful truth, a lot of wonderful fellowship, um, definitely a lot of wonderful physical, mental and emotional recovery. And um, just very grateful to be in fellowship with all of you today. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you, Laura M. Reva P., it's your turn, followed by Jen A. Please go ahead, Reva.
8: Yes, good morning. Um, hi, this is Reva P., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. Wow, this paragraph, um, so many things strike me. So first of all, what I notice about this paragraph, there's no mention of alcohol. So it's showing me that once the food is clean and down, my major problem stems from self-will and selfishness. Um, and, and the fact that it's blocking me off, the resentments, the fears, the sex conduct, that it's blocking me from my source of power, and that's my problem, lack of power. Um, And it also reminds me that step four is only the beginning of the inventory process, that it's really four through nine, and if I don't do the whole process and I don't complete it, I'm not going to get the promises. But what strikes me the the most is this promise. Well, first of all, the reminder, God removes what's blocking me from Him. I don't self-will myself to remove my defects, um, but this promise that faith or God or a power does for me what I cannot do for myself. myself. Um, and what happens? It happens again and again. So, you know, a miracle happens. I'm able to do something that of my own will I can't, and I'm amazed. And God says, I'll do it again and again, and again, and again. And all I have to do is the simple steps four through nine, 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12, over and over and over. Um, And it's just such an amazing promise. And this past weekend, I was able to visit my mother for her 80th birthday, and my mother's in Montreal, and I'm in Toronto. And considering where I've been physically this past year and a bit, you would think that that would have been impossible, impossible. So I didn't do it. God did it for me, and I was just carried. And I can't tell you um, how many other examples I have in my life. Um, And all I have to do is the step work, do what it says in the book, and God does it again and again and again. Um, And, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful this morning, and with that I pass.
0: Thank you, Reva P. Jen A. It's your turn, followed by Irene B.
9: Good morning. This is Jen A. um, Recovered compulsive overeater, anorexic and bulimic from Colorado, and um, I want to go back to the first page of How It Works, the chapter, because it starts off with a promise. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And after going through this chapter again and again and again, whether it's on this line or working with others.
0: um, We've lost you, Jen. Jen, press star one. Okay, it seems that we've lost Jenny A. Irene,
5: oh,
0: Irene B, are you available?
5: I am. Good morning. Please thank go you. ahead. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for your service. I'm Irene B, a very gratefully recovering, bulimic, and emotional eater from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, so here we are. We've come to the end of this chapter. Um, I've had to swallow and digest big chunks of truth about myself, how true that is. And, um, yeah, very, very true. But for me, this is just the beginning. In doing the steps, I've learned some tools, and I'm learning in my daily life to continue to swallow and digest big chunks of truth about myself. So what I got out of working the steps helped me to see my past and that was good. But more importantly, the steps continue to teach me how to process and behave in my everyday day life. For instance, I think I'm unrelatable and people can't stand me because I'm so different. But by the grace of God and the tools of this program and all the therapy that I've had, all of that combined have helped me to see that maybe 10% of my story may be unrelatable to most. And from hearing your shares, I'm shocked to discover that I'm not so unique after all. Because I focused on my 10% instead of focusing on the 90%. So my all-or-nothing thinking, my black and white thinking has been telling me that people who disapprove of me is because I'm rotten to the core or because I'm completely and utterly unrelatable. And I saw that as truth, and I went into hiding because of it. But by the grace of God, I've seen that my thinking is so full of lies. I got clarity from pausing and staying in the moment for days and days, and the truth suddenly hit me. My cognitive distortions have been going full force. My interpretations have been so distorted. I've been in denial. And now seeing the truth, seeing my part in it, I've decided to come out of hiding and taking my seat. My irrational core belief was that others deserve recovery. And in the past, until I came to vision, my path to recovery seemed non-existent for someone like me. So I try to share about the most elusive parts of my recovery in hopes to reach another hopeless like me. But what I'm finding instead that if I focus on the 90% of me that's relatable, then I'm for sure doing God's work, fulfilling the purpose of my life. I just want to make a difference. I want to have a purpose. And that purpose is to be of service to my fellows. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Irene D.
6: Ginger C., it's your turn. Please go ahead, Ginger. Hi, Lynn. Good morning, and thank you so much for your service. This is Ginger C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. And on page 71, we could not do for ourselves. So we could not, we would not, and we will not. We're obstinate. I mean, I'm a fighter. And um, my head is so convoluted with these crazy thoughts. You know, it won't work for me. Why bother? All I've known is the revolving door of relapse. Or maybe I wasn't that bad. Many people in AA told me for many years, oh, ginger, it's just ice cream, not drugs and alcohol. It's not that big of a deal. So as an addict, I know self-destruction and I know self-sabotage well. And I know this over and over and over. And again thank God for every beautiful bite because one less bite and I may not have this recovered state of mind and being I wanted to have my cake and eat it in OA I wasn't done I wasn't convinced I wanted relief I didn't like being fat I didn't like feeling some of the depression and pain but I was never done until I was done so again thank God for every bite we have to take and if you're not done you might need some more research If we don't think it head to heart, it's never going to happen. And I'm only free from this food nightmare, from this grace of God, this unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. Wow, unbelievable. So I'm dying in the food. I can't stop. And then I get scared because I'm really thinking about suicide. And then this grace comes in, this window rolled down. And if your window's rolling down, don't let it get back up. Jump through and get on the other side and get going. And it's not easy to say goodbye to the food, but if you're in enough pain and you are convinced, what choice do you have? It's killing you. And then you see this grace, this unmerited place that God takes us to this work that we get to do. My job is to love you and serve you and think more of you and less of me. And with the power that I'm connecting to on a daily basis, you know, i got to wash, rinse, and repeat. Even though I've been neutral and free from the food for four years, it's a daily reprieve. So, you know, the most important question for me all the time is I've got this tremendous gift that God so freely gave to me, and what am I doing to take care of it? How am I staying close and connected to this power that I lack? Because I promise you, relapse begins when you don't have power between you and the food. So God is everything or God is nothing. And what is my choice to be again today? And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Ginger C. For those of us who may have come on the line a little bit later, we are finishing up the chapter, How It Works. We're on page 70, the last paragraph. In this book, you read again and again. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the past few days to take this opportunity. And please, say your name just once. It helps me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Gen Melissa B. Okay, I didn't get anybody there. I'm sorry. Can we try again?
10: Melissa C. C. Diane B.
0: Jen oh. A. Kate B. Okay, let me tell you who I got. Melissa C, Diane B, Jen A is back with us. Kate B. Is there anybody else that I missed? Vanita. Okay, one more, please, if you're there. Roz G. Perfect. Okay, here's our lineup then: Melissa C, Diane B, Jen A, Kate B, Vanessa, and Roz G. Melissa, please go ahead.
11: Hi. Good morning, Lynn. Thank you so much for your service this morning. I'm Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive reader, and I'm in New York. Um, yeah. So faith did for me what I could not do for myself, and um, you know. I came I came here, like most of us, um, having no faith or so I believed, and I just wanted desperately to stop eating. Or really, at first, I wanted desperately to stop um, having the um, consequences of eating, right? And, you know, um, I thought I had no faith, right? So I would wake up, like, morning after morning feeling like, okay, it's all you today, right? It's all on you, and I was going to dig in real deep and get my, my you know, um, willpower up and going and, and do differently today what I did the day before. And, you know, it took a lot of pain <laughs> for me to suddenly, not suddenly, but to eventually say, I can't, I just can't. And, you know, so I think, like, how did God remove myself well? You know, um, I wish, you know, I wish I could say for people, oh, it was like magic with, with this beautiful, like, abracadabra self-will is gone, but for me, it came um, in this awful yet beautiful gift of anxiety, and I couldn't use my brain anymore. I thought I had this great ability to think, and I couldn't use my head anymore Um to think clearly. I knew I wasn't thinking clearly. I knew my my head was like playing tricks on me. I was having tunnel vision and that's where I said, Okay, fine, I can't do it. You know, I couldn't stop being scared. And um so you know, I had to swallow and digest some big truths about myself and, you know, one, like that I was ignoring all of my blessings right? That I was enslaved by these fears that I felt entitled to, that I was dishonest in my thinking, and that all this show that I was doing of giving and overdoing it wasn't really about other people. It was all about me. I was trying to feel good and getting filled up on others. You know, I was lovingly directed that I was to let go of the reins. And, um, And I didn't do it, like, happily at first. It was, like, ripped out of my hands. And so what has faith done for me? Yeah, I don't live in an obese body anymore. I don't live owned by the food. I wake up in the morning, and I'm not stuck repeating the awful behaviors. Um, You know, that's the gift of this program, and it starts with putting the food down. And um, thank you so much. I'm just grateful to be here today. Thanks, and I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa C. Diane B., it's your turn, followed by Jen A. Please go ahead, Diane.
12: Good morning. This is Diane B. from New York, gratefully recovered compulsive eater. Thank you for calling on me. Um, When I got up this morning and I started doing my prayer meditation, I just started crying, um, thinking about all the wonderful blessings that I've had that have been given to me that i recognize that I've seen in my life recently. And I want to thank everybody um, for being on this line and guiding me through these steps again and pulling me out of relapse. I mean, it was miserable. And when I read this paragraph and I think about all the work that I had to do and, and all the, you know, the the fourth step just really, really helped me to see where I have been falling down. Um, And it, this is just its an amazing process, and um, it says in the book about that we have, if we've done this work, um, that, I, that we've swallowed and digested some big chunks of truth about ourselves. You know, I used to swallow and digest tons of food to block out that feeling of, of wanting and of need and to, feel, to block out the feelings of fear and resentment. So basically, I was blocking out my higher power from me, um, not allowing it to enter me and to do its wonderful, wonderful work. And now that I've done this work and I've cleared out the wreckage of my past and I've cleared out and I recognize that I do have fears and that fears drive me to do things that are just not in the best, you know, I've got good intentions, but they don't come out well. Um so I feel really, really grateful that I've done this work um, and how how incredibly useful it is and helpful that it is. Um, so I just want to say that I'm really glad that we, were, that we do this together every morning. And um, with that, you know, I'm really grateful to everybody. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Diane B., Welcome back, Jen A, followed by Kate B.
9: Well, good morning. Jen A again from Colorado. Um, Yeah, welcome back, right? This is how it works. We don't give up. And I'm convinced that I got dropped because God is reminding me that that's where my share needs to start today. Um, You know, I remember watching the Dora cartoon with my son um, never give up, never give up, and that's what Dora repeated over and over, Swiper, no swiping, and I remember that cartoon over and over again, right? But this is how it works. We don't give up, and like I was saying, on page number 38, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. When I, fo- when I followed this path, when I followed the precise instructions as they were laid out in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, not just by someone, you know, randomly guiding me or Any other way, by sitting in a meeting, but by following these instructions, and I did what was in these pages, I uncovered and discovered what? The fears, the resentments, and the conduct that was blocking me. Blocking me from who? God. You see, I had faith all along. Faith was deep down inside of me. It was just blocked. I was blocking it with food, with fear, with the actions that I was taking. I remember that, girl. That's the rearview mirror in my car every single day. It's small. It reminds me of my past. But guess what? The front windshield is so much bigger. It reminds me of the future and what's going on now and what will continue to go on. Why? Because I'm holding hands with my creator. I'm holding hands with God, walking day by day as I'm convinced is what it says in here. God's going to continue to show me and to grow me. How freaking cool is that, right? And that he's going to remove the self-will that's blocked me from him so that I can stand in the sunlight of the spirit with him, right? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by that every day. I was talking to somebody yesterday. Gossip used to be my number one thing at work. I don't go to work to gossip today. I go to give to give to others, to give away my heart, to give away whatever it takes to get the job done. And you know what? When people start gossiping, I turn the other cheek. I didn't do that. God removed that from me. That was a defect of character that was standing in the way of my usefulness to my fellows in the workplace. And God completely removed it. How cool. And he continues to remove these defects, right? these core beliefs deep down inside of me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not pretty enough, that I'm not smart enough. Those are going away too. I don't know that I'll ever be free, but I'm so grateful for this program of action. I am so grateful that all I had to do was trust and believe and do a little bit of work, right? That's all it takes. And then it says that I've made a good beginning. This is just the beginning. Why? Because I I, I mean, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to take more action, right? That's what the whole next chapter is about. So I just keep coming back. I keep doing this work. I keep giving it away for fun and for free. There's no better way to live life today. And for that, I'm grateful and I'll pass. Thanks.
4: Thank
0: you, Jen A. Kate B., it's your turn, followed by Vanessa. Please go ahead, Kate.
13: Thank you. I'm Kate B. from Minnesota, Recovering Compulsive Overeater. And I am so grateful to be on the line today. I don't usually get to listen to this meeting, so... Um, and this Thanksgiving, I have so much to be thankful for. And, and number one is just God and what He has done for me in this program. Bill W., thank you so much for the 12 steps in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I am just in, in gratitude forever for these steps. And, um, you know, for me, the one word that really spoke to me is hope. I have been walking a difficult medical journey, but that medical journey came when I became abstinent again and I am so grateful for the fellows that helped me to get abstinent again after my relapse and I have a sponsor um, a new sponsor that's taken me through the steps for a new experience and I am I'm so grateful for this new experience it's all God it's all God that's giving me um, all that he needs me to see and it has been an amazing journey and I am right here I am in how it works. I am about to do my fifth step, and I am just so incredibly grateful because what I found was my last relapse just cemented for me how progressive this disease is. This disease is permanent for me. This disease will kill me. But the hope, the word hope today, hope is what I have because I am absent, and that is just a beginning. I have made that decision I made that decision to surrender to God and what I feel is God's love and God's love is perfect. God's love is passionate and he loves me personally and he loves each one of you. Your God of your understanding loves each one of you the same way. And there's so much hope in that. And so I'm grateful for this new beginning. I'm grateful for the the health that he has given me and, um, I'm so grateful for this line, this meeting, and the fellows in it. Uh, You all mean the world to me. So with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Kate B. And Vanessa, it's your turn, followed by Roz G. And if we could have the initial of your last name, please, Vanessa, that would be great.
14: It's L. Okay, welcome. Thank you. That was, um, the last share was gorgeous. And I ditto it. Yes, I'm super grateful to this program, and I'm super grateful that when I moved to Georgia, that I found a vision for you and that I'm finding very inspiring inspiring and deepening my connection with the steps and with the program and with people. Yesterday, I really wanted to research Thanksgiving, the history of Thanksgiving, and um, the giving gratitude is powerful. um, But the history, you know, of Thanksgiving is not a pretty history. And I was realizing, I I realized that God sent the twelve steps to this planet to um, revolutionize spirituality or be one of those forces. And I realized that those same principles can also help us, um, help me to have a way to approach like the atrocities that were done by my people on this um, earth. And so I was seeing the power of the steps and recognizing the damage we've done and how to make amends for that on a much bigger scale and, um, I just find that super powerful. But thank you so much for all being here and having a Thanksgiving meeting and the strength to have an abstinent day. Thank you. Thank
0: you, Vanessa L. Roz G., it's your turn. Please go ahead, Roz. Good
10: morning. This is Roz G., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in hopefully snowing, Palmdale, California. We don't get snow very much here. Okay, so I just wanted to to say here, uh, I didn't hear anybody else, you know, chiming in, so I did. And um, I have accessed, okay, what people could do, uh, what that God's faith did for us, what we could do not do for ourselves. So for me, I have in my notes here that I have accessed power. And I had to make a decision to have a relationship with that power. And my loving my power is loving and kind and has a sense of humor. And the, the self-will, for me, that was jealousy, anger, fear, unconfessed harms. For years, those things blocked the 500-pound tunas that were caught with the giant net of my higher power. Supersized net caught all that stuff and gathered it up. And that's only a beginning. And I was when I read that I was thinking of the Chicago song, Only a Beginning. Well, I'm gonna listen to that today. While I'm preparing my salad to bring to the family. And and now What's coming up? If that's only our beginning, what's coming up? Having having healthy relationships with my family and my friends, especially my dad, who I was resentful towards for years. And I also have friends out. I have so many friends in program, but I also have friends out of program. And those are healthy relationships. And I have an upstanding relationship at work. And yesterday, I'll end this by saying, yesterday I went to see my oldest and dearest friends, and that was, you know, in the nineteen early 1980s when I got introduced to 12-step programs. They were my Eskimos into programs. And um, we were sitting together, and the young brother said to me, Roz, I just wanted to tell you, I've never told you this before, but you are an inspiration to me. You are a role model to me. And, you know, I wasn't looking for that. But that's just a, like an example of what this program has done for me and how my one part of my third step prayer, my own one that I made for myself, is God, may your radiance shine through me so that I can be helpful to others and and how that has come to pass but I have to keep working at it. I cannot rest on my laurels because I've experienced relapse too many times. Happy Thanksgiving, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Roz G. We're finishing up the chapter, How It Works, and we're on page 70, the last paragraph in this book you read again and again. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the past couple of days to take this opportunity and please, if you'd like to share, just say your name just once. It'll help me hear everyone. And we probably have time for three or four more people who would like to share. Ned S. M. Bass w. Margot P. Ramona A.
10: Margot
4: P.
0: Okay. Let's stop there, please, and I'll tell you who I have. I have Ned S. Tina M., Beth W., Margo P., and Ramona A. Not sure we'll get everybody in, but let's give it a try. Ned, please go ahead.
3: Thank you. Read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. It's especially poignant to me uh, on Thanksgiving and especially yesterday. I need to thank, I have to thank God for guiding me through handling and understanding a very difficult situation with my son yesterday. And thank you for helping me remain abstinent yesterday during some highly emotional moments which previously would have had me eating endlessly. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Ned F. Tina M., it's your turn, followed by Beth W. Press star one, Tina. Okay, we're not hearing Tina. Beth W., are you available?
15: Sure, my name is Beth W., and I am a recovered compulsive over at EDA in North Dakota. And um, gosh, I am just so full of gratitude today. And I um, And I just think back to a year ago when that was so not the case and um and i was uh spinning and uh uncomfortable and um you know because i was newly uh pretty new in oa and just um crazy and frustrated and and what a difference um today makes um but i you know are you convinced now that god can remove any whatever self will has blocked you off from him and you know i was quiet and in meditation and prayer today and Um, I there's a there's a place I go to work out and and they're having a special Thanksgiving workout and and you know working out is not my favorite thing to do it might be for other people it's not mine Um, and I enjoy it when I'm there but the inertia of leaving my house is always a little bit hard for me you know but and so I had canceled out of this class that you had to have a reservation to be in I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I probably can't keep up. It's too long. It's too hard. It's too this. It's too that. And in prayer, I heard God clearly saying, that's your fear. You need to you need to block. You need to stop that and, and go. And so I, I said, all right, I'll check and see if there's an open slot. There's probably not an open slot. It had a wait list before. And if there's an open slot, I'll sign up again and I'll go. And sure enough, there's an open slot. And, you know, that's God's will for me today is to get some time in. Um, caring for my body and, and not focusing just on myself and isolating all morning, worrying about people I'm having over later. And that, that's not me. That is not the best that used to be um, me. And, um, you know, so am I convinced, am I convinced that God can remove anything? Um, gosh, I hope so. And, uh, and, um, and it's through this process you know, and listening and learning from all of you that I think back to a year ago and, and the, the shaking and crying and frustrated and angry woman that I was um, on Thanksgiving Day a year ago, um, just terrified of the meal that was ahead of me um, and being reminded that it's Thursday, Beth. It's Thursday. Um, and I'm so grateful for all of you and I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Beth W., Sorry. Yeah, that was you. Margo P.,
4: it's your turn. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. My name is Margo P., Florida. I'm grateful to be on this call. Thank you, everyone. Beautiful to be reading this big book again. You know, it's my second time. But this time I just check it, get it a little bit of a time because I'm a slow learner. And when I hear this, you know, the sex conduct but when, when I did it with my, my sponsor, I'm grateful. And the step work, it's like I was living in a life of darkness instead of living in the sunshine light and I carry a dark shadow with me. And when I did this step, it's finding the truth about me. Now I know that I am sick. <laughs> and I, you know, it's the decision, making the decision on step three is I came to believe that if power greater than myself, I could restore my sanity, I have to work this every moment, every time, because I know there's a unmanageability of people, places, and things, even in work, but I'm doing a day to time, and when I hear people talk about relationship with the family, today I have a relationship with my family. It's not that perfect, but I know I have a relationship, and it's like they are the ones that have been victimizing my life, what I did to them, you know, with the food, with the addiction, that I, that that torture. And I did a lot of damage, and I had to make amends to them. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to be meeting with them, you know, and it's going to be more all the way abstinent for me. Whatever that's on the table, Lord God will be on that table with me. So I'm grateful that this is the way how it works. So thank you. I'll pass.
0: Thank you very much, Margot P. Ramona A., it's your
16: turn. Hi, this is Ramona a recovered in Vermont and happy thanksgiving to all. Um, I wasn't sure what I would say, but when I read that paragraph, if you read again and again, faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves, then God can remove whatever self will has blocked off blocked you off from him. I know in I came in in nineteen ninety so there have been what I've found in my journey, there have been many times that it seems that I've gone back once in a while to the food, but other times to that, that mental, that spiritual dark place where I thought I was doing things for myself. I thought I had to do things for myself, and I let go of God's hand in there. And finding now in the last month that i Seem to start to go back into a dark place, back to a place where I was resisting God's will. I was even resisting gratitude, and I couldn't figure out why. And just in listening this morning, in reading, in prayer, I don't know why, but I do know I'm, I'm willing to let go again. I'm willing to... Um, do God's will why on earth would i ever want to stay with my will and i am so grateful that god does take these things i'm so grateful for the miracles that keep me abstinent on, on today thursday thanksgiving day whatever day that there is food around me that you know is not healthy for me to eat and away from not just the not eating the food, but the food obsessions, and where I can look and think about the idea of being helpful to people, you know, of being a companion to my mother who is elderly, of being present to anyone else who is there and asking questions, not just talking myself. So I'm just so, so grateful for this program and the steps and inventories that I can take on a daily basis, you know, or bigger inventories as I go along that keep me on the path and keep me surrendering again and again to God's will. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Ramona A. And thank you to everyone who shared and to Team Thursday for their service this month. Naomi B., Nancy T., Pete B., Lauren N, Leon B, Jason K, and Nadia B. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, Thursday, November the 28th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 13726. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Leon B. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
17: Good morning, this is Leon B. Gratefully recovered from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Our Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day